radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, 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 you're over 60. What are you doing out? Go home. Yeah, that kind of hurt when they said that, actually, those of you with underlying health conditions or, or over the 60. age of 60. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my house and get in a very small room by myself and lock that's myself. That's what in. I do every day. Yeah, I know. That's that is your, that's your life. Day. Yeah, I live in a small room at my house. I'm actually going to, I'm contradicting that, as you know, in many ways, yeah. because I go to work every day and I'm going to the Sounders game tonight. I don't care. That's I'm it. telling you, so, the Sounders game is probably one of the safest places you can be. Think about how mixed up that air is. You're not going to get enough viral load to get sick. Just stay out of, like, tight little tiny tubes. with. Well, with I mean, if you believe some, I think yeah. yesterday, relatively high official said, avoid high Seattle. Official. Avoid Seattle. That was said. That was actually so. There's like, a, oh. like, a, like there's this Bhopal-like cloud hanging over us, or something with the the virus in it. It's also hanging over Wall Street, apparently too, where everybody's taking this in and reacting to it minute by minute with thousand point swings up and down. And you at home trying to figure out what to do with your four hundred one k moment by moment. We know the trading yeah. has been higher there. So. If you're doing that, here's what you need to do before you do. If you haven't done anything yet. Good for you. Call us before you do at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. While we're talking real money on Talking Real Money, we're also talking real events that affect your real money, and we have a major one underway right now. Well, a perceived major one. Whether it is major or not is anyone's guess going forward. It really, truly is. But really... Do this for us. Call first. It's just, this is for your own good. 855, I know you hate it when people say that. This is for your own good. Listen to me. <laughs> Eight like five, your mom. Five. Yeah. Listen, listen, son. Whatever, everything I tell you is for your own good. 855-935-TALK is the number to call. Call Tom and Don. They they know what to do. Okay, but let's just assume, let's just assume for sake of it that this is a pandemic, right? That this is going to be like... The Spanish flu of 1918, just for sake of argument. Okay, right? that one was bad. Yeah, okay. that was like All right, 50, let's, let's use that. 50 million deaths. Let's assume it's right. that. Okay? Right. And I don't think that's a good assumption, but okay. No, I, we will. I, I, I would I'm like to believe that science and technology have advanced in 100 years and that we think about these things, but okay. Science, science. But let's assume, let's assume it's that bad, right? Yes. I'm with you. And your portfolio today is, like most people, kind of moderate, 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, right? Because you hold some of those safer things yeah. that don't move around as much, right? Well, in aggregate, that's about where our clients are. Yeah, that's the number yeah. we see for most of mm -hmm. the investing community. It's about 60% stocks, 40% bonds. And remembering again, because sometimes people ask me, stocks have made more. They're riskier. Those are investments in companies. Mm -hmm. The right type of bonds are, are an IOU from the government that's saying they're going to pay you back. So they're completely different type of securities. But let's just assume it is going to be that, right? That we're all going to be up. There's more and more of this happening. They're all going to have to be locked up. That's what happened, by the way, in 1918, 1919. People actually did stop going out. You stayed in your home. It was that mm -hmm. dangerous. Let's assume that, okay? And that the economy is going to go down, et cetera, et cetera. What hey, are you, you going to do with me. your portfolio? I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm scared. I know. And fear know. is a great, do, as someone pointed me, out this morning, motivator. Me what I do. 
still the reality would be I wouldn't do anything knowing that because number one, when are you going to get back in if you sell all your stocks? They're right. not going. There's not going to be an all clear that tells you, okay, as of tomorrow everything's okay and you can invest your money again. Yeah, right? I read a, uh, an op-ed piece in one of the major newspapers that said it's not like the sky is going to clear tomorrow and you go, oh, okay, yeah. everything's going to be good it's from here. Yeah, the, nobody knows that, and when that feeling does come back and it will at some point because we've got the numbers to show you whether it's the avian flu or the hiv whatever outbreak there's been that actually stocks have produced very well in the periods following but let's just assume it's going to be horrible and you sell everything out you're not going to know when to get back in right? right the reason you're in stocks is to give you some growth of your money over a long period of time not yeah, a short but period here's the problem people think they don't mind the risk in stocks when the market's going up. Oh, yeah. They don't it's mind easy. the risk because they they don't realize that risk is not a, an abstract concept. Yeah. Risk is what is the loss that you have to accept that will occur. One thing we have said throughout our tenure on this show, we have given you but one guarantee, only one guarantee. The stock market will go down. We guarantee that. Well, we were right about that. Look, our guarantee came true. Now, we can't guarantee it'll go up, but we're pretty darn sure it will since it always has, at least so far. So call us. Call us. Let's make the whole world more calm. Let's hold hands. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. Do you need a little help with your investments? Set up a free, no-obligation appointment with one of our advisors at TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. And you, you have a standing invitation to talk real money with us on Talking Real Money, the real money talk show on the radio and as a podcast all over the world. All over the world, everywhere. And you can do all that and still avoid Seattle because you just use the phone. Exactly. You don't have to come here. Listen. It's perfect. Yep. Avoid the cloud I mean, I, of coronavirus I'm, or whatever's hovering over us. I'm here in my hermetically sealed yeah, room. I know. I know. I'm being half facetious, but really? Really? No, I'm seriously, oh. in, a, I'm seriously in a hermetically sealed <laughs> well, room. You, you should be in a room, and it should be padded, and it should be locked from the outside. It, look. Look over here. It's padded. I, that's true. Eight, <laughs> Eight five five nine three five. I never noticed that right now. It is. It's padded. Look, yeah, see the padded. I feel so much 855-935-8255 is the number. Give us a call. We'd love to try and help you deal with money. And come on, we're going to introduce our next caller the right way. Are you going to harmonize with no, me? No, I'm not going to harmonize. I'm not going to allow you stand alone on that silliness. Sherry, hi. Welcome <laughs> to Talking Real Money. How are you? I am doing all right. Good. Um, first off. I have bronchitis. I do not have coronavirus. If I start coughing, that's what that is. Okay. Oh, the germs we are coming gonna, through the phone. We weren't going to report you anyway. but Well, maybe we will report you. Go ahead, Sherry. Seriously. Be nice. How can okay. we help? Well, here's my question. Um, I have not done anything at all with my stock uh, ever since all this craziness hit. What okay. I want to do is I would like to jump in and buy more while the cost is really low. Is that a really stupid idea? No, that is a really good. How old are you? I am 56 years old. How long until you need the money? Uh, 
at least nine years. Then, yeah, this is a great, this is yeah, one of the things that people forget, by the way, if you're in a 401k, every two weeks you're putting money in and you're buying more shares at a lower price. So, no, this is a good time to buy. And you mentioned you have a stock portfolio. Is it individual stocks or is it a mutual fund? It's both. Um, okay. um, it's, what I have through my 401k is the Vanguard, um, but I'm more of a 70-30 girl. I'm not a 60-40 okay. play it safe. Just never that's really good. did my thing. That's no, good, that's but here's an idea. I have this... made more money. Go ahead, Don. I have a wonderful idea for you, Sherry. If you have individual stocks, odds are those individual stocks have gone down in price some. Um, we're not a big fan of owning individual stocks. If you have any tax losses in any of your stocks, take them, take them, take them, take that cash, put it into a mutual fund. That does not invoke the wash sale rule. And then you're, you're selling, you're getting a tax advantage from the government and you're buying low. But Tom's absolutely right. If I had a choice between buying a few weeks ago when stocks were 12% more expensive or today, I'd pick today. Absolutely. Does that make well, sense? That just, it, it makes sense to me, but everybody's like, what are you, crazy? Yeah, I mean, it's a very, it's a fascinating, it, 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 it's counterintuitive in a way, but in a, another way, it's not. Let's just say, for example, you're buying clothing at Nordstrom. It's when it's cheaper, you're going to want to buy it. When it's on sale, right, you want to buy it. But when stocks are on sale, everybody thinks I got to run to the exits. Yeah, they got it all backwards. So, no, you're yeah, absolutely it is. It's right. It's very counterintuitive, but it, it's very counterintuitive because it's people, people get, they project, a, they do a straight line projection. They think that it's going to be like this or worse forever. So they're now thinking, well, my retirement is threatened. But wait, retirement's not for five or 10 or 15 years down the road for most of these people. Even if it's immediate, you, if it's immediate, you shouldn't have. 100% in stocks anyway. You should have a, a balanced portfolio. That's Thank you I for the thank you for the question. Just get it right. Thanks for the call, Sherry. We really And let's give it. you a couple of numbers since you mentioned that Don, the 1987 market crash. I can remember that day well. You you do as I well. I was a broker then. 5 years after the crisis, the total return of the S&P 500 95%. 9/11, 5 years yeah. after the crash, the S&P 500 up 40%. The Lehman bankruptcy in the fall of 2008, five years after that, the beginning of the financial crisis, S&P up 61%. I can go on and on. I mean, the, the fact is, we have no idea what the next five years will bring. But if you look at history, the best way to invest is to, to ignore all of this. And there's a lot of this. I get it. Every time I go to the Seattle Times or Como or anywhere, this is the front page. Every piece of news is about how many people are infected, how many people are dying, what all that means. And I think it gets in people's heads to the fact that uh, not only should I run to Costco and buy out the remaining toilet paper, but I got to do something about my money. And I'm frankly not in favor of either. Yeah, and, and the fact of the matter is your point about 401k contributions and the like, great point. When If you're in a 401k at work, you should be cheering every week the market is lower because you're putting new money in at your next paycheck and you're doing it at a lower uh, a, a much lower price. I mean, it's and this and is, if you're young, oh my gosh, go buy stocks. In fact, the global you know portfolio has lost about thirteen percent year to date, which is 
Yeah, that's significant. That's a that's a real number, but a balanced portfolio, as we talked about earlier, 60% in stocks, 40% bonds, down about 7.5%. So it hasn't been a major crisis, and you're exactly right, Don. You're getting more shares at a lower price. You're doing that every two weeks. You're getting, you know, all these, whatever's happening that day, whenever it's being purchased, that is the part you need to ignore. Your plan, as we chatted about last week in our our minimal time on the air is about you. It's not about the crisis, whatever crisis that is. By the way, there's going to be another one here before too long. It's called the presidential election because once the nominees are known this summer, that will be in the news every day. And depending on who's running ahead and what's that going to mean to the economy and what's that going to mean to my stocks and my taxes are going up or down or whatever, that stuff is always there. It's always there. You got to learn to tune it out and make your plan about you. And it's so important that we all work very hard to put what is going on right now with the coronavirus in perspective. And I haven't heard this. I really, I don't hear it on the media. I hear them talking about all the things you should do to protect yourself and how you should avoid this and do that and not do that. And no, no, no. But the reality is, one, death is part of being a human being. It, we do die. I don't mean to sound callous, but we do. All of us eventually do it. We're going to do it. And in the, what has it been now? Uh, about a month since coronavirus got into the U.S.? Sounds right. I don't take? know. Yeah. Yeah. So far, we've had 19 coronavirus deaths in the United States. Yeah. So far, 19. So far in the past month, we've had well over 3,000 automobile fatalities right. in the united states yeah which is how many of you know someone who has died in a car accident yeah and sadly much... you and i both have somebody in our immediate family who's died in a car accident. i bet so, most yeah. people have someone mm. in their very close family yeah. who has died in a car accident how many of you have know someone who's died of a viral infection fewer i, I don't know anyone yeah all right, we're going to move on. We're going to talk about not bad. where you should look for to get advice to get through this crisis, how you deal with it, how do you find the right people. We'll talk about that. Yeah, good luck with up. that. 855-935-TALK. Tom and Don are talking real money. It may not be the sexiest website in the world, but it's your one-stop shop for real money information. TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Well, we live in interesting times, politically, health-wise, and financially. And to help you with the financial part of those interesting times, you have us. That's Tom over there. I'm Don over here in my hermetically sealed you're room. The, you're the radio disc jockey guy. I, I heard all about right. you. Yeah. I you know what? You're spinning the discs. They got the stacks of wax over there, and you're doing your thing. Good I job. I was born with oversized vocal cords, so... <laughs> I, I, I told I somebody the that economy you, you were practicing being a radio guy one night. You went to bed practicing. You woke up the next day. Your voice was the same. You're like, what? what, 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 what? Anyway, so it worked out. So good. Congratulations. You know, it's funny, though. When I was a little kid, a little kid, like eight or nine years old, I used to, on a little cassette recorder, it about that gigantic. It wasn't little. Yeah, I can remember those I cassette recorders. Yeah, yeah. I used to do a fake radio I show. Did, I by the kid. way, I did the same thing. Hipsy Dipsy and, Weather. I got to tell you, I sounded so bad. I think I still have the tape somewhere. Oh. 
should be destroyed. All right. So here's the number again, 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call us. to yourself, yeah, yeah you can call us. And, and it is, it's a virus-free call, uh, toll-free and virus-free. I don't think you can make that and guarantee, but okay. I can No, I can promise no right. virus will go down the phone line. Okay. Promise that. Mm-hmm. I know that for a fact. It is a law of physics with a PH. Now, I'm also good at financial physics with an F. Uh, there was one other thing I was going to mention. Oh, so if you've been wondering, where could I go and get good advice? Us. Us. 855-935-TALK. Anybody else, Tom? Well, the problem is, this, this is always the question. You can't get the yellow pages and open it up to financial advisors. You can't get the, el- the yellow pages. I know. That's the point. Where are you going to get the I yellow pages? Can't, you can't get it. <laughs> You shouldn't go yeah. online and type in financial job, advice. Thank you. Yeah, you shouldn't yeah. go online. Yeah, my kids listen to the turntable and open the yellow pages. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you can't go online and you can go online and find people, but they're not the right type. of Basically, anyone can call themselves a financial advisor. It's sad, but it's true. And here's the part that's a little more troubling. I think people hear certified financial planner. And Ooh, they it think, important. yeah, well, it, it's a. I think it's a terrific designation. It really is because it's very thorough. Looks at investing and taxes and estate, all those things that a planner should know about. But it says nothing about how you're paying them. And it was shocking, frankly, shocking to me that the Certified Financial Planner Board has decided now not to list or tell you if you go to ask them about a planner how that planner is getting paid. And beyond that, Don, frankly, it was even more shocking to read from Jason Zweig today that 80%, 80% of CFPs, he believes, by some estimates, charge at least some commissions. Jeez. That is a high, high number. And, and here's the thing about CFPs is they claim that CFPs are supposed to act as fiduciaries. Yeah, there's you can't count on that. At all times, that. but they don't. As a matter of fact, the CFP board has plans to put into effect in June, I believe, new rules that would require that all CFPs act as a fiduciary. And I'll be shocked if that goes into effect, given the fact that 80% collect a commission which violates their fiduciary responsibility well basically they can't be a fid- i mean if you're selling a product you can't be you, you have a conflict right. of interest you can't whether it's you have an apparent conflict of interest True. i should say yeah it may be that a, fee, a, a, a a commission product is the best product although i don't believe that i mean it's possible Anything I'd have to you would take some real convincing to tell me what product that was i know but what i'm saying is maybe but but in a general sense, though, they can't be always acting as a fiduciary and be collecting commissions. And we come back, we'll spend a couple minutes talking about where you can go find fee-only fiduciary advice. Yeah, you know, I just looked under Investment Advisor Bellevue. Yeah. And you know who came up? Vestry on Nice. Yeah, well I done, sir. So I guess well done. you can go to the new version of the Yellow Pages. It's called Google. 855-935-TALK is our number. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Download the advisor interview form and find out if your advisor's a fiduciary at TalkingRealMoney.com.
Fisher. We're talking real money. Hi, welcome back to the show. I'm Don McDonald. It's been a crazy few weeks. We're here to try to help make them a little less crazy for you. Call us, please, at 855-935-TALK if you have a financial question of any kind. 855-935-8255. Before you do something, call us. If you've already done something and you need help fixing it, call us. Or if you're just confused call us or if you have an idea you want to share call us then to 855-935-TALK now quickly before or after the break you talked about the cfp board yeah and so i went to their find a cfp professional website cfp is a certified financial planner it is probably yeah. the you know i would say the best designation for those people that are helping individuals they're not analysts like a cfa would be more somebody who's analyzing companies or yeah. you know gets into the, uh, the the money management side but for people that want direct help from a professional i think it's the, the the best designation you could get well it would be nice though if you could count on getting a 100 percent fiduciary advisor one who's always required to act in your best interest but i went there and this is something you can do at home too if you go to their site and are looking for a professional it's really interesting the very first person who comes up on the list when I search for 98004, which is Vestry's zip code, yep. is a guy who works for AXA Advisors. Now, AXA, AXA is, is a big European insurance company. Right, yeah. I mean, so you're likely to get a commission product of some kind. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to, but it's uh, well, probability. I, I skimmed their ADV during the break, their disclosure form. Oh, yeah, how much? And it turns out that there are paragraphs and paragraphs saying, well, we may have a conflict of interest in that we do sell commissioned insurance products, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then their fee structure yeah. varies so much from firm to, from person to person. It's not until page 31 that you actually get to fees. What is ours on page three? Yeah. Uh, 31, <laughs> 31, uh, and it goes for, get this. How long? Wait a minute. I'm, I'm going back to it because I was looking up their insurance things. Uh, let's get here, here. Oh, it's finally. I'm to page 31. So we go one, two, three pages where they talk about fees and expenses. One of their programs has annual fees of 2.49%. And if you've listened to this program for a while, you know that we don't think you should pay anyone more than 1%. And I think I broke. I think I've broken the code because if you go there and it says they are registered with both Finra and the SEC, then you can be pretty confident that they're not always required to act in your best interest. And here's the next one's Wells Fargo. The one after that, there's an Ameriprise, Morgan Stanley, Penn Mutual. Another one from AXA. Can I make uh, a suggestion here? None of these none of these are fiduciaries. Yeah, I mean you can go to talkingrealmoney.com and click on find an advisor. We actually have a list of firms that we think you could trust because they're all 100% fiduciary. They all use index or index like mutual funds and they will all charge you what we believe to be a fair rate. And on, by as well right. on that same page we offer a form that if you took to AXA advisors, I doubt they would sign because it asks them Will they always put your interests ahead of their own? They can't sign that because they're not always going to do that if they're selling you a commissionable product. 
Well, here's all it says. It's a little simple one-page form, and at the bottom it says, I affirm that I am required by law to act in your best interest. I take my fiduciary responsibility seriously, so I promise to adhere to a strict fiduciary standard in all of our dealings as follows. I will always put your interest ahead of my own. I will conduct prudent and responsible due diligence using the best resources. I will always behave honestly. I will avoid conflicts of interest. And should potential conflicts of interest arise, we'll disclose and manage them in your favor. That's it. Yeah. But you will find that most people in the industry will not sign that. Most people in the industry don't live up to that standard. As you pointed out on the last study that we saw, was that 99% of the industry could not sign it. Only 1% is always required to put yours, the client's interest, first. It's a small number. 9%. How many of you know 100 investment advice providers, financial advisors? How many of you know 100? I'm one of the rare ones with a hand in the air. Yeah, that means that odds are you don't even know a fiduciary advisor. Right. And so, but I mean, back to where we started, you cannot, by the fact of hiring a certified financial planner, a CFP, know that you're going to get a 100% fiduciary advisor. Just doesn't work. As the two are not fact, linked up. One of the people whose advice I dislike the most yeah? in the Seattle metropolitan area, Uh-oh. one of the more famous advisors Paul in Merriman? air quotes. No, not not naming names, but he's a CFP. Yeah, Paul's not. Go to Advisor Selection Tools. It's a guy holding up a Help Wanted sign uh, at TalkingRealMoney.com. That's the picture. It's the guy holding the Help Wanted sign because you need help. And that'll give you all those tools, and that will help you find a better advisor. Tom and Don are talking real money. Just about everything you need to know about money can be found at our website, TalkingRealMoney.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. 855-935-8255 is our number, and we'd love, love, love to help you muddle through the confusion and frustration and bewilderment that is dealing with money on a daily, weekly, monthly, lifelong basis. And we don't think it should be as confusing and frustrating and bewildering. As a matter of fact, we believe that you can build wealth without worrying about what the market does on a day-to-day basis. But if you want to worry, if you want to worry, if you want to concern, I've got some things you should have bought and held last week. Yeah. Wait, you Did do? you know? Yeah. S&P, what should we have bought last S&P week? S&P 500 utilities up almost 8%. Gold up 6.8%. But more importantly, maybe this is one that you got into. I know I did. Really early. You did not. Really early. Liar. Up 5.8%. I already know you're lying even before you say it. Lean hogs. Lean hogs up 5.8% last week. (laughs) Big, big week. Apparently Uh, all the... Give me my hogs fatty. So what? I want a heart attack in a... Lean hogs don't... Heart attack in pork. I'm assuming they don't make bacon. I don't know. What does a lean hog produce? I don't know. What (laughs) the... Pork tenderloin. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's nice little pork tenderloin. The other white meat. Big, big week. Uh, gold had a big so week, funny. by the way. Uh, the yen had a good week. Anyway, natural gas had a good week. You know what didn't have a good week? Mm. <laughs> Among other things, uh, crude oil down almost 8%. So I'm going to be expecting to see that very soon on the uh, gas pump, like tomorrow, right? Actually, I went and filled <laughs> up the it. car. I doubt it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I went and filled up the car the other day. You, which and- you do about every three months or whatever it is. 
Well, yeah, it's not all. It was so funny because Debbie's driving it around, and then I get in to go somewhere, just three, four blocks away, just downtown, and I look down, and I go, we're out of gas. Doesn't matter. She goes, oh, well, she's the only one who overdrives it. I stay in my hermetically sealed room. That's true. So I took it to fill it up, though, and the gas has been 239 to 249 That's a lot less than I pay. And I got it for 219 Wow. How about a nice uh, 30-year mortgage? What can you get that for now? Two nineteen. <laughs> Everything is two nineteen. Two dollars and nineteen. Whatever cents. it is, yeah. It's or no, you know, or that's what you can get if you want to give every American to vote for you for president, right? Oh, I mean, isn't oh, that no, no? If you are gave, you talking wait, oh, about the NBC? If you story? gave every American a million dollars, you'd still have money left over, right, Michael Bloomberg? Right. Yeah. What did uh, Bloomberg spend? Three hundred. No, five hundred million. million. Five hundred. And 500 somebody, somebody tweeted out. Ryan Williams. No, well, he used the Wasn't tweet. Oh, he, he read. Somebody right. else tweeted out. Yeah, what if Michael Bloomberg had given every? Because there's three hundred twenty million Americans. Given every American. By the way, they forgot that not all Americans are eligible to vote. But that aside, assuming Mr. Bloomberg gave every American a million dollars. Yeah. He would have had money left over from his five hundred million dollar campaign. Now the math there is a little. <laughs> Questionable. And Brian Williams repeated it. I know. It. I know. Uh, I just. I. Uh, come on. Really? So we have. He yeah. could have. By the way, just so we clear this all up, he could have given every American a dollar forty-three, not right, exactly. a million dollars. Which <laughs> you, to buy my vote? Just saying for anybody who's curious, it's going to be more than a dollar forty-three. Yeah, I would fact, require a greater amount, and not a lot greater, but more. So how much would it be to give every American a million dollars? It's trillions of dollars. No, it's be, it's into quadrillions. Yeah, no, I it believe. has. Well, it's three hundred million. It's a lot of money. I can't do that many well, zeros on my it's iPhone, three, six, <laughs> which is where zero, the only math zero, occurs zero, for me. Zero, zero, zero. It's a lot of zeros. Zero, the point of the matter is, this is no. It's a good. This is a good lesson for anybody, and this is something that I've really worked hard with my kids on. And that is you should always, before you do anything, have an estimate. If you go shopping and you buy 20 things, you should have get to the register and say it's going to be about $8. So when they charge you 80 you can say, well, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Or if you're running for president and you say, I'm going to spend $500 million, how much can I give each person? And somebody says a million dollars each, sir, then you say, no, that the, the math doesn't work. That's only a dollar forty-three each. And so Don's still running. Million. I think it is quadrillion, actually. That's a billion. You that's got another a zero. Trillion. Yep. That's a quadrillion. No, it's it's thirty six. It's thir- Yes, it's three thousand six. What's above a quadrillion? I don't What's know. What's the next one up? I would ask if I was home because yes, I'd ask it's Google. a quintillion. Yeah. And so and that's even point- Mr. Bloomberg doesn't have that much money. <laughs> That's three point six quintillion dollars. Just for the record, I think he's only worth like sixty billion. So if you were waiting for your million dollar check to show up, well, you might get it, but I'd run to the bank and cash it very quickly because once Americans start doing that, like toilet paper, it will disappear very quickly. <laughs> It'll be out of there. You'll never get any. That'll be that, and then wow. hand sanitizer I, and the like. So you'll be out of luck. And think about this for a minute. That is the global GDP is eighty five trillion dollars. Annually. So that's a hundred thousand trillion. Yeah. That's a lot of zeros. Wow. I can't even think but that I, high. But Brian Williams, really? Seriously? Yeah. He, he should have been a little this, bit This tells you the value of a good mathematics yeah, education in America. We need to teach 
at least teach them how to use a calculator. Well, yeah. I mean, did you run all that on your iPhone? Did it go that many zeros? Uh, I thought I mine limited. My, I rented, no, I rented on my computer. Oh, I was going to say, because I don't know my your computer, iPhone can do I, that many. I have the killer computer. I have the, the Apple iMac Don Pro. has the ab, Don has the computer that Stephen Jobs would have if he was still alive. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Something like that. This this is one fast yeah. Holland that thing, yeah. cooking machine. You, can, you could fly to the other side of uh, Pluto and back using the calculations there and not worry uh, about no skipping kidding. off I, into no, the I universe. No, I totally could. Yeah. That thing can. This thing, this thing got can computing model, power and then some. It can model more molecules. computing power than when Thomas Jefferson dined alone. I mean, this thing really can do it. How it's you know, and and here's one of the issues. And you know, I care a lot about you, Tom. You know, I don't know that, but I'm going to let you we, so ahead and say it. Okay, I do. I think the world of you. <laughs> wow, that's very kind. But, but your dad jokes, they've got to go. <laughs> <laughs> got to go. Yeah, I know. GT. That's all I got. got. I gotta. To, I gotta stick with got what I go. got. That's it, man. Sorry. Yeah, this is a 3.2 gigahertz. Wow. Eight core Intel Xeon processor <sighs> with 32 gigabytes of RAM and four terabytes. Okay, just so I know, storage. if anything were to happen to you, where does that computer go? Do I get it? Yeah, you, sure. What would you do with it? I would have no <laughs> run videos or something. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have the slightest idea. But just like to know that I had it. That's it. All. Is a great machine. I got to yeah. tell you, I used to. I used to edit all the audio and video on a just a regular iMac, and I would be in my studio recording, and the fans would do this. Yeah, we used to hear them on the show. Oh, it was terrible. Now it's like shh, whisper quiet. This is not a commercial for Apple. Oh, oh, just oh did I tell like you it. about, this is something new that I did want to mention. I mentioned it in the podcast because I got a question yesterday about health savings accounts. This is just something we should look at, and we'll just explore it on the show. A health you know, savings health account, saving, yeah, which is, you could save, I think, pre-tax, right? right? Yeah, pre-tax. Yeah, and the money goes yeah. away, and you can actually, they oftentimes give you mutual funds you can put the money in. Yes. Yep. But the problem with TSA or with HSAs HSA. is that most of the money gets used early. So it doesn't make sense to put it into a long-term account initially until you build up some wealth. In mm -hmm. them. And then it could kind of become an alternative to retirement savings. Yeah, I mean, you can, you could, you can take it out much later and use but it for retirement. But most companies don't want to set these up because they're expensive and they, they don't you, – you put them in a savings account, they don't make anything on them. But there's a company called Lively. This is something we should look up. It's a free HSA that earns market rates, and then you can invest for free through TD Ameritrade. It's actually a pretty slick deal. Check it out. 855-935-TALK. Would you like to talk to a real investment advisor for free? Set up an appointment at TalkingRealMoney.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And in addition to calling us on the show at 855-935-TALK to get your questions answered, you can also call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and we'll answer your questions on our podcast, which you can get at TalkingRealMoney.com, along with lots of other great stuff, including videos and links to uh, all kinds of great written material, our forms and the like, and you can set up an appointment to meet with one of our advisors for free, for nothing, without a high-pressure sales pitch. That's a promise. Just go to TalkingRealMoney.com. We hope you realize
is that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?